Personal finance is exactly that. It's personal and unique to your situation. So the last thing we all need is a traditional money expert insisting that we follow the same old rigid rules that just don't work for us. Whether you're just starting to manage your money, regardless of your age, or want to hear another perspective on a money topic you already feel good about, this Latina covers it all. Welcome to the Check Your Money podcast with Norma Vargas, where this season I encourage you to be limitless. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Check Your Money. I'm your host, Norma Vargas. This whole COVID pandemic was a game changer for most, mainly involuntary. Some were laid off, some lost their jobs entirely, and others got a pay cut. I think it also caused some people to reevaluate where they are and where they want to be. I feel like that came from a sense of a loss of control um, and, you know, among other things. Working from home has become more common. Achieving a work-life balance has become more acceptable with so many students learning virtually and lots realizing the importance of an emergency fund. Today, I'm going to talk about the bases that you want to cover, such as unemployment insurance, ideas on what to do next, and what to do with any money you may have had in that retirement fund of that job. So the stats. As of December, the unemployment rate was 6.7% with 10.7 million people unemployed. As far as groups, teenagers are accounted for 16%, Hispanics accounted for 9.3% um, increased in December. The jobless rates for adult men, 6.4%. Adult women, 6.3%, whites, 6%, blacks, 9.9%, and Asians, 5.9%, actually showed little change, again, in the month of December. Among the unemployed, the number of temporary layoff increased by 277,000 in December to 3 million. The good news is that that's actually significantly lower from the high of 18 million in April, but it's also 2.3 million higher than in February of 2020. Also good news is that permanent job losers declined by 348,000. So more people are just, I hate to put it that way, more people are losing their jobs temporarily than they are permanently. Those re-entering the workforce actually re, um, those re-entering the workforce increased by 282,000 to 2.3 million over the month, and that's 452,000 higher than February. So I know I threw a lot of numbers out there. Um, I hope you guys are still with me. <laughs> but um, as far as being able to collect unemployment, As far as being able to collect unemployment, eligibility and payout is state specific. For the most part, the guidelines are that you have to have been laid off involuntarily, meaning if you just quit without just cause that would have to be proven, or if you were fired for misconduct, it's actually going to be quite difficult for you to qualify for unemployment insurance. 
And speaking of the term unemployment insurance, you actually pay into this while you work. It's part of all that crazy money they take from you every check. What this means for you is that you have to have been at the job a certain amount of time, worked enough hours, and earned enough income. Your specific state will define what enough is. Some states will actually also make you prove that you're looking for another job, and some have employment and training programs. Health insurance is another important piece. You may have been offered COBRA, or if you were at a private business that had more than 20 employees, it's possible that they gave you the option to stay on their policy. So while they may have offered this to you, it's more than likely you're going to have to pay the whole premium. Usually, as part of your benefits, your company pays a portion of your premium, and how much they pay is obviously according to how generous they are. Premiums are pretty expensive. So an option to check is healthcare.gov to see if you can get on a more affordable plan. Okay, so now what? You got let go. You applied for unemployment. You figured out your health coverage. Well, welcome to the year of the side hustle. So many people have gotten creative showcasing and monetizing their skill set. This can be either your main job skill set by consulting or finding contractor work, but also with their passion or creative outlets. People are using everything available like Etsy, the increase in podcast listenership, TikTok videos, Instagram reels, Fiverr, just to name a few. Conferences that were once inaccessible, especially if you had to hold down the home front as a single parent, are now held virtually. Multitasking is king and we're all in the kingdom. I had an episode uh, at CYM10, which is called Check Your More, and it was about trying to figure out your next. If you haven't listened to it and you want some inspiration on how to get out of your comfort zone, I suggest you give it a listen. I'm very passionate about doing whatever your heart desires. There's a cooking person that I follow on social media. It's Omi. And um, I think I've mentioned her before now that I think about it, but she has a thing called Cooking with Omi. And she says, Echale lo que te diga tu corazón, which means put whatever your heart desires as far as the spices go. I also had a really great conversation with somebody I met at a Hispanic Chamber of Commerce luncheon a few weeks back. And he said, why do things have to be this or that? Why do you have to choose from this or that? Why can't people choose from many different things or something past the norm? I literally sprung up and said, oh my God, my kindred spirit. <laughs> we ended up actually meeting for lunch a couple days later, literally just to continue the conversation because we really did enjoy discussing how people really feel the need to be in the box. And again, as you guys know, I'm all about living outside the box. I know it's not easy to choose something outside of the box when you have responsibilities. You feel like you don't have the luxury to do what you want. And I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and say, just do it. When I myself waited till my kids were graduating high school before I started to check off all my boxes, I waited until the last couple years to really just start hitting all my passions and goals that I've had for the last 17, 20 years. 
What I will say is that if you can figure out a way to fit it in, please try. If that's a workout, if that's a craft, whatever it is, if you've got to wake up a little earlier, if you're a night owl, I'm not, but if you're a night owl and you stay up past everybody else, there, there's, there can be time to do what it is that you're passionate about doing or learn what you're passionate about learning. This is also the time to start tracking your expenses and prioritizing debt. Call them all and see what they can offer. For example, if you've got a credit card where it has a balance transfer offer that just seems to suck like a 15 or 16%, give them a call. Do the whole, hey, I've been a customer for a million years spiel and I guarantee, I don't want to say guarantee. I, you know, I almost said something I shouldn't have. I can tell you that it is possible that they may have something in their back pocket that they can give you that they're just not putting on your statement. So please give them a call and see what they can do. If it's a payment plan, just tell them what you can afford. They may actually be able to approve that. They may have to go through a manager or supervisor or whatever, but you just don't know until you ask. If they do say no, figure out what you have that you need to do without and figure out what you don't want to lose. Your house and the utilities and your car, I would say, are key. Your money, this is check your money after it all, you contributed to your 401k or 403b account, which is being held at your former employer's brokerage, would be the next thing that you should be thinking about. If you had a traditional 401k or 403b account, which is money you contributed pre-tax, it's possible there was a company match. I always refer to this as free money. The thing about this free money is that there's a possibility it's not really all yours yet. If you were fully vested, then you can take it. If you were not fully vested, then you can't. Vesting means that they make you wait a certain amount of time, and sometimes no time, in order for that money to truly be yours. Once you're no longer an employee there, regardless of whether you got let go or you quit, you can no longer contribute to the plan, but the money put in is still yours. Again, their part only if you were vested. What you're able to do with this is usually based on how much you have in there. If you had less than $5,000, it's possible that they say you have to move your money elsewhere because it basically costs them money to keep yours. Or they may just move it for you, which is called an involuntary cash out. They may let you leave the money with them, which is good or not good. Some plans don't have a lot of investment options or they have high fees. So one reason to move it would be so that you would have more choices and less fees. So when I say move it, where does it go? Well, it can and should for a few reasons get moved to a rollover IRA. A rollover IRA is an account that allows for the transfer of assets from an employer-sponsored retirement account to a traditional IRA. The traditional IRA has the same tax-deferred status that a 401k or 403b had. There's no limit for the amount that can be transferred. And the rollover is reported on tax returns as a non-taxable transaction. I have my rollover at E-Trade. 
I've probably mentioned that many times in the past. You know, I've got all my stuff there. They're a great company. I've never had an issue. Um, I've had it there forever. I've got a Roth there as well. I like my investment choices there, investment choices there, and it's doing just fine. Either way, how you do the rollover is that you would ask your former plan administrator, so just call HR or benefits, to make the payment directly to another payment, uh, another retirement plan, or to an IRA that you create where you decide. By doing it this way, you can avoid the money being held withheld by the IRS, and you avoid it not being handled correctly, which could cause taxes and an early withdrawal penalty. What I would advise against is to withdraw the money. Depending on your age and during normal circumstances like non-COVID, you would not only pay regular taxes on it, but you would also get hit with a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Basically defeating the purpose of one, saving for retirement, and two, a tax savings. I don't want to get too deep into taxes since I'm not a licensed tax expert, but if you do not need this money right now, I strongly suggest you do not withdraw. One last point is that if any of you have a Roth IRA, which you contribute to with after-tax money, so when you withdraw after 59 and a half, you don't get taxed again, it's possible to convert the rollover money into that Roth. But What happens is you pay taxes now on that money. Why do that? Well, you pay taxes now, and when you withdraw at 59 and a half, you don't pay taxes again. And the benefit of that is that you don't pay taxes on the growth. Again, this is a what's best for you personally decision that you want to consult with your tax person on. check your knowledge. I was recently on a call with some other Latina podcasters and someone mentioned Fiverr. I added it to my list of stuff to look into, so I'm sharing that with you guys now. So I'd kind of heard about it before, but when I went to check it out, I saw they have guides on there to help you with starting an online business, programming, graphics, audio, digital marketing, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you're a hands-on person, and just looking for a how-to, check their website. Saying goodbye to your job means that you're going to have to look into other options. So again, check out Fiverr. They're an amazing resource. If you're looking for extra money and you want to freelance, this is also a good place to do that. I saw eight sections of areas, such as design, writing and translation, video and animation and lifestyle. So like tutoring, life coaching, cooking lessons, stuff like that. On the other hand, if you haven't checked your job goodbye and you're balancing a day job and a side hustle so you're totally swamped, have no time and have a task you need help with, then Fiverr seems like a great place to find someone to handle whatever that task is. For example, if you need something transcribed or just need help with a logo or just whatever. Be limitless. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate your support and welcome your feedback. You can do that by liking, sharing, and rating. I also invite you to check out my website, checkyourmoney.today. You'll find links to my YouTube channel, 
upcoming blog, and so much more. Don't forget to check your money and be limitless. The information provided in the Check Your Money podcast, associated social media accounts, and website is intended solely for the personal non-commercial use of the user who accepts full responsibility of its use. While we have taken every precaution to ensure that the content of the aforementioned is both current and accurate, errors can occur. We accept no responsibility or liability for any errors or omissions in the content. The information provided by Check Your Money and its affiliated entities is general in nature provided for educational purposes only and should not be considered to be legal, tax, accounting, or investing advice. In all cases, you should consult with professional advisors familiar with your personal factual situation for advice concerning specific matters before making any decisions.